Hey y'all, it's Isabella Orlando, your host, and this is the Just Living Y'all podcast. Today we have a very special guest. It is my big Caroline Stevenson. Hi guys. <laughs> um, yeah, so we have our first guest today. I don't know how this is going to go. Um, we talk a lot and we have some fun stuff to talk about. And yeah, Caroline, let's give an introduction of yourself. I Tell the people who you are. <laughs> All right, so as Bella said, my name is Caroline Stevenson, um, and I am a early child education major with a dance minor. I'm from Massachusetts, a little town called Carlisle, if anyone knows. Um, I'm 20 years old, but turning 21 in less than a month. Yeah. And, <laughs> and um, a little story about how Bella and I met. Um, well, Bella's obviously my little, as she said. We're in Pi-Fi, by the way. Yes. So Pi-Fi um, brought us together. But um, we did the whole, like, big little dating process. And unfortunately, we had to do it, you know, virtually over FaceTime and Zoom. But it worked out because here remember, we are today. We were both in quarantine. Yeah. I was in the apartments um, on campus. And I literally, I think, was a disaster. I was, like, so like, <laughs> disgusting. And I remember calling her, and I... She has this cool picture wall, and I remember that was where she sat on her couch, and um, then I ended up in that apartment, like, a gazillion times the next, like, two months. Yeah, um, and so I do, I remember that Bella reached out to me, which is fun, because, like, normally the bigs are supposed to reach out to littles, but, you know, Bella being her confident self reached out to me. I, of course, was so excited to talk with her, and I also remember the first day we talked to, I remember she was wearing this, like, gray hoodie, and it was over <laughs> her head, and we were talking, we talked a lot about country music, um, and just, she gave off the same vibe, and same energy, and enthusiasm as I do, so it was really meant to be, and we got dinner a week later with my big Tia, and then we did the fun, I did baskets and reveal, and that's sort of how we met, and then just like ever since we became big little, we hang out all the time. All of my friends are friends with her. All of her friends are friends with me. Um, she came and visited Boston this summer, and we just always are there for each other. I know she's like my best friend here on campus, and I literally do not know what I would do without her. Um, it was funny when we like got dinner with her and our my G big Tia. Um, I was kind of like, oh, I'm in. I'm in the fam. Like I knew it, and. I honestly could not see it any other way because when I went on other girl days, I was like, oh my gosh, I like this person, I like this person, and like, I kind of liked everybody, and then like, I don't know, something about Caroline, it just worked out, and it was kind of the perfect match, match made in heaven. No, yeah, it really was, and I think I felt the same way, like, I generally like like people, like, I, <laughs> I yeah, everyone gave I'm me a like people, <laughs> but like, um, so, but I just knew... When I met with Bella, I knew she was the one, so I was just really hoping she put me as number one. Today. I know. Um, when we, at, like, I feel like the things we talked about that we, like, had in common, we liked country music. Mm-hmm. Morgan Wallen, we're going to a Morgan Wallen concert. In Savannah, Georgia. Get ready. I'm Savannah's so not excited. ready. No, I'm so excited. So this is our first trip together. Ooh, big deal. Um, we we have also planned, planned that. Yeah, we have <laughs> planned that. We have not planned that, and we said we were going to plan that, like, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. We just have not. What else did we like see that we just like were similar on? Dance. Oh, dance. we both. Had well, we dance, did, dance we both like ran, run track, ran track, track country. country. Um, I mean, New in New England too. You're from Connecticut. I'm from Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. Of I think we were just so similar. Like, I don't know. yeah, 
just very enthusiastic, passionate people. We just got um, the same vibes. Yeah. Which is so cool. Oh my gosh. And now we're here recording a podcast episode and she's my first guest. Mm-hmm. Um, so as you can tell, she's very extroverted like me. But I just like want to talk to you, Caroline, about like how being extroverted like is a positive in your life. And she doesn't really struggle with anxiety and depression. So I just want to take the other side perspective and like the positive perspective and how it's like helped her and like where she comes from on that. Yeah, I think naturally I'm just a very extroverted person. I've always been ever since I was younger. Like, um, I forgot to mention I am a triplet. So I have a sister and a brother. And compared to them, they're very introverted. So even when I was a young kid, like, I was just always a lot more extroverted. A lot. I always loved to be out doing things, meeting new people, trying new things. Um, And I think now in college, I've been able to become super independent and just express that extrovert side of me a lot more um, and just be friends with so many different people and do so many different things. Um, I love like, talking with people, um, public speaking, and just being social in general. So I think it's a very positive part of my life. I get energy from being around people and I don't like being alone, so I do try to surround myself with a lot of people and a lot of different people as well. But um, I also I think that my major has a good side to being extroverted too. Like I'm gonna be in a classroom all day working with kids, and you gotta be extroverted and flexible and ready to um, take what the kids throw at you. So I think that also. Um, my extrovertedness will help in that way too but yeah how do you um go about like approaching someone you don't know or not super close with because I feel like I notice with her like she can just go up to anybody and like will not make it awkward like I feel like you sometimes think it could be awkward but like she really just makes it super smooth and like do you have any tips on how you can go about like talking to someone new yeah I mean obviously I do get like anxious about like meeting someone new or talking to someone new or like you know how if you're just like two of you like know that you guys know each other from somewhere and you don't think the other person's gonna know who you are but in reality they probably do so you know just like take that extra step and say hi and you know if you say hi and they don't say hi back that's a lose for them but like at least you put yourself out there and then like I've had so many instances where I've just been like oh my gosh hey and to some person like I barely knew and then you know we had a good conversation We're like oh my gosh I remember we were in that class together and mm-hmm. and like COVID hit and we didn't see each other so I just think that I do get anxious I'm like oh my gosh do I say hi I don't know what to do but if you and also there's been instances where I've literally said hi to someone and it's not the right person and <laughs> you just carry on with your life yep. so um no one's judging you and honestly no. like, it doesn't hurt to say hi to somebody like it honestly might make their day because yeah. you never know what they're um going through and, like, that's how I kind of met, like, most of my friends now is, like, Emma, my friend Emma, like, literally, I would say hi to her every single day on her walks. We did not know each other at all, but, like, she lived in my dorm. And, like, that was the best thing I could have possibly done because now she's one of my best friends. Yeah. No, I agree. I think that um, when you take that initial step to say hi to someone or compliment someone, hold the door for someone, um, it will mean a lot more to them than it might mean to you and, like, even though you may not see the impact, um, just know that you're doing something good for someone else. So you said you're currently working in a classroom doing student teaching. What is that like? Where are Um, you working? Yeah, so I kind of have two different teaching um, 
jobs, less placements. I this past semester I was in an early education center where I worked with special education three year olds and that was a very brand new experience for me, but I learned to really love it um, and fall in love with the kids and working with special education students. Um, and then I also work at the college school at the UD Children's Campus and I've been working there since freshman year. Um, and that just become a very like comfortable space for me to um, practice teaching and get comfortable with students and working with teachers and uh, I feel like I'm not more so like a teacher to the students but more of a mentor and a friend to a lot of them because they're they're second grade through eighth grade so I can you know I still they they still have to respect me and as a teacher would but I feel like I can relate to them on a different level um, and I just am very happy of all the relationships I've formed there with teachers and students um, but I have had such a wonderful semester teaching at so many different places and experiencing different schools. Um, and it just makes me so much more excited um, to be a teacher one day and have my own classroom. Is it weird, like, working with, like, the other teachers because, like, they have higher power over you? Like, how does that, how do you approach that and, like, talk to them professionally but also, like, in a friendly setting? Yeah, that's definitely one of the most difficult parts of the, you know, this having these placements or having a job, working with teachers who are like actual professionals and then you are kind of learning from them, but they can also learn from you too, I think. Um, I've developed a lot of great relationships with the teachers at the college school and they really you know, respect me and the other UD students and are appreciative of our help and um, I think that's great and I've learned a lot from them as well. I think it's harder for me, um, like in my placement, it was more difficult to form a great relationship just because um, it takes like two people to form that relationship mm -hmm. so I think that it's hard when you're giving your all but the person's not particularly recipro reciprocating it um, but you kind of have to I think I've learned that you kind of have to learn to work with all different types of people and everyone's gonna have different personalities and ways of looking at life and ways with working with people so that's one thing I really learned is that you're this placement is not only to help you learn how to teach children, but it also allows you to learn how to work with other adults, which you're going to have to do in the real world. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think definitely having that experience of, like, working with different adults now is going to put you so much further, and, like, you'll be more aware of working with others in the future. Um, and I guess this is, like, a good transition into, like, boys and, like, <laughs> she's going to kill me for this. But, like, being super friendly and, like, talking about, like, the friend boundaries, like, I don't know, we always, both of us talk about this, how we friend zone a lot of guys, and I, I just, like, want to know, like, where you come from from that, because I feel like we're so independent and so single and, like, doing well in our singleness, and I just am curious, like, on, like, where you stand on, like, friend zoning. Bella, you threw me for a loop! Okay, but I, I don't mind talking about it. I think um, one thing that sticks with me a lot is before you love someone else, you need to love yourself. And I feel like I can confidently say I love myself and who I am. And I can look at a picture, look at myself in the mirror and say that um, I've loved, I love who I've become. Um, so I think that is one thing that I'm really proud of. And I think when you love yourself, you don't particularly like need that other mm -hmm. person in your life or need, not not need, but you, you have some love for yourself that like you don't need to be validated by another person in your life. Um, and I think that it's easy, especially in college, to get caught up um, 
with guys and finding someone but I think it's best to just be confident in who you are and <laughs> oh yeah I, I and so like I like I, I agree with that like I think definitely a lot of college students are looking for that validation from guys and like a lot of my friends I notice and it's like oh like there's a new guy every week or like they're trying to date somebody and like they're putting all their effort into that and like not like focusing on themselves and like I don't know I feel like I'm always walking around like telling people oh like please try like doing something for yourself like putting yourself first and loving yourself first before you could even love someone else because like honestly like if you can't love yourself first like you're not going to get anywhere with that guy like it's not you're not going to go anywhere with that and like and it really kind of puts you in like a um, I hate to say toxic but like weird relationship that you like need them more than mm-hmm. they might need you so I think as we're both saying it's just important to love who you are and be confident in yourself and they'll come find you <laughs> exactly <laughs> no that's how it should work like they will pursue you and that's like something I really admire about Caroline is how much she like she's super confident in herself and like she knows her worth and knows like who she is and is like this is who I am and I accept it and she loves herself and like that's what I always look up to her for because I'm like I want to be like Caroline I want to love myself that much and like I don't know just see her like that I know like I can also see I like see myself as that like and I see myself as a better person than like I like most people think upon themselves like a lot of people think down on themselves and I think definitely in college like it is the time to love yourself and put yourself first over everything yeah I agree I think college gives you a very vulnerable time and also time to experiment and find what you're passionate about and find what you love about yourself and kind of create your own mini life Mm -hmm. okay so now we have some like deeper like questions what is something that you need to work on within yourself um so I was actually looking these questions yesterday and I was like (laughs) I think it was actually yesterday I I texted my good friends Sabrina and Jackie who are also in Pi Pi with Belle and I and I was like, guys, like, I have such an issue. I cannot say no to anything. And that is such an issue. You know, like, people, I don't want to see it as an issue, but I think it is something I need to work on because I love to do the most and do everything to. I have this thing where if I participate in something, I have to put my 100% and in all into it, which I totally would love to do, but that is very difficult to do with everything in your life. And if you want to be involved in 101 things, then that <laughs> doesn't really work out for you. So I think one thing I just need to work on is saying no. Um, and not, I, I feel like that's a bad way, but just prioritizing. Sometimes I don't prioritize like myself and daily needs just like Mm -hmm. I need to give myself time to eat and sleep and do things for myself (laughs) yeah and sometimes I'm running around like with your chicken yeah with a head my head cut off which I don't get me wrong I love being busy and I wouldn't want any other way but sometimes I'm like I should have just said no or I should have just been like I can't do that today but that's one thing I need to work on. When it was, but like it was maybe like a, maybe like six weeks ago, and you were just like so busy, and I was like, what? Like I was like, how does this girl have time for this? Because like you're involved in a dance team on campus, you're involved in Pi Fi, you do you dance, and like what else do you do? You do like a lot more things. I like she has a job and like school, schoolwork also, and I'm just like, how does she do all these things? 
But that's also something about her character is, like, she can't say no, which, like, she wants to make everyone happy and, like, puts others first, which is so awesome. But definitely that's, like, a great, like, thing that a lot of people need to work on. I need to work on that, too. It's, like, learning to say no. And, like, it's okay to say no and it's okay to miss something. Mm -hmm. But do you have a lot of FOMO? Yeah, I think that's also what goes hand in hand with it. Like, I want to be there for everything because I do get a lot of FOMO. And I always think about is FOMO a bad thing or, like... I don't want to feel bad about missing something, but mm-hmm. at the same time, like, I think this year especially, I've become okay with having, with not going to everything, and I don't really get a lot of FOMO. I feel like freshman year, I feel like I had to be everywhere and doing so many different things, and, like, if I wasn't going out on this night, if I wasn't doing something, I'd be like, what is wrong with me? But I think this year I've realized that, you know, I'm living my life, and if I want to sleep one night and not go out and do stuff, then I can, and I won't get FOMO about it. And I've, I'm proud that I've become more like that because I definitely was has have such bad FOMO. But and I think you definitely needed that too. And like, I agree with that. Like, I feel like freshman year, like I was like crazy, like going out all the time, like doing everything under the sun. But this semester, I think like the month of November, I went out once, one time. That was it. Didn't go out at all. And I feel like we both said I remember like it was one of the Halloween nights and we didn't go out. And it was just, like, nice not to go out. And, like, we realized, like, you know, sleep is necessary. And, like, just staying in and, like, being casual for the night. Like, watching a movie or, like, TV. It should be normalized because... It should be normalized. Especially at our school, it's fair enough. But I think, I mean, don't get me wrong, I love a good night out. But at the same time, like, I, I, freshman year, I was like, I have to be out every night. But you Mm -hmm. don't. You can do something for yourself and do movie or just sleep or hang out with your roommates. Yeah, exactly. Like, it doesn't need to be, like, you by yourself on, like, a Saturday night. But, like, you could be with your friends in on a Saturday night. And, like, I feel like definitely, like, it's hard for, like, all your friends to agree, like, let's not go out. But, like, I feel like that spreading that awareness and, like, deciding let's not go out is, like, really hard for people. Really, really hard. I notice it in all my friends. But I've definitely, like, gotten better at being, like, eh. Like, honestly, like, it's better that I don't go out. Like, there's so many more plus and, like, positives, too. Like, you get the next day to, like, do work if, like, you have work. Like, especially on Sundays. Like, if I'm out so late on a Saturday night, like, I cannot get up on Sunday and go to church and, like, be energized throughout the whole day. And, and just be productive. And be productive. I feel like I want to sl- lay in bed all day. Like, I don't know what your Sundays look like, but, like, you yeah, have dance on Sunday mornings, I know. My Sundays, I always feel like I have an open Sunday, and then I have a million and one events and things to do, which is perfectly fine, but, you know, it definitely hits Monday yeah. morning. Yeah. No, that's exactly... And, like, Monday mornings, like, I get super exhausted, and, like, I have an 8 a.m. lap, so, like, trying to get up on Monday morning is hard. Um, okay. What's an insult you receive that you are proud of? Okay, so this was a little hard to think, but then I thought back to fifth grade, <laughs> which is a long time ago. But someone told me, and my a lot of people in my fifth grade class told me that I was like such a teacher's pet and always sucked up to the teachers. And at first, I was really extremely offended because I was like, "No, I don't. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just that's just who I am. Like, I don't whatever." And then later, I thought. And now I think back and look back at it, and I, you know, I did. Like, I loved to be, you know, the teacher's buddy and do stuff for the teacher, and I think that just goes with, I wanted to be a teacher myself. Like, I really looked up to those teachers, um, so I always, you know, I always visited my past teachers, and I always, like, you know, I was a brown noser. A brown <laughs> um, noser? What does I, that mean? That's what people call it. Like, I just, 
I like sucked up to my teachers. I always was a really good student and um, did the most per usual, but that's something I think that I first was really mad about that people told me, but actually I'm proud of it now. Yeah, I feel like that um, made you who you are, and like I'm glad that hasn't changed. Like them saying that like you are the spark in the classroom like hasn't changed, and like you shouldn't be changing for someone else just because someone says something to you that you don't like. Take that as a compliment and like move on from it and be like, oh yeah, like I'm loud, cool, like that's who I am. Like I feel like I get that a lot. Sometimes I'm too loud. Quote yeah, same. <laughs> and like both of us, I, that's why I think we both can work off of it. And it's like, okay, and like you don't talk, so like why are you making this comment to me? Like. You shouldn't be taking, like, those comments from people, like, with a, like take them with a grain of salt. Um, I'm glad, definitely, though, that you, like, you looked up to those teachers, and I'm, I see that as, like, why you would want to be the teacher's pet. Like, it makes sense. And nothing against that. Um, okay, another question. What's your biggest failure, and what did you learn from that experience? She does not have an answer for this, guys, because she's not a failure, and she literally does everything perfect. Um... But I guess we'll come back to this question because she has no idea. <laughs> yeah, I have to think. Um, if you could go back in time and give your high school self advice, what would it be? All right, I actually really like this question because I had a very interesting time in high school. So I feel like, like I was saying, um, well, I went to a K through eight school. So oh, really? Why yeah. did I not know that? So it was small. It was a small group of us, and then for high school, we joined with the town over, which had a lot more kids than us. So I think in kindergarten through eighth grade, you know, I loved school. I was very confident in who I was. And, you know, it was a small town. Like, everyone knew who we were. Everyone knew who my siblings and I were. We were the triplets. Um, and we were just, like, well-known. And I was very, very happy in school. I loved school. I went to go there every day. Um, even in middle school, too, which I know can be rough. I loved it. I ate every bit of it up. I loved school. Um, then in high school, you know, I was excited for high school. Freshman year was fine. Um, I really loved the beginning of high school and, you know, joining sports teams and getting more involved in my dance team and meeting new people, meeting new friends. But honestly, high school, my, like, confidence and self-esteem, like, really went down and declined. And I think it has to do in part of where I went to school. I, like, went to school in a very wealthy competitive area and clicks were just a huge thing and mm -hmm. I you know I had a group of friends and I had different friends in different groups and everything but I did not like the competi competitiveness not only in like academics and sports and everything but in just like popularity and I just it really honestly it made me sad because I was like I love school I love who I am mm -hmm. but I just could not feel like I could be myself at high, in high school and I tried so hard but I just never could really be who I want to be and be an, the independent independent person I am and express everything I love to do um so that was really frustrating for me and I guess if I were to tell my high school self advice I would just be like stay true to who you are and don't change for other people I can't remember any specific moments but I just remember just being very um like broken down and just and that felt like I was never enough mm -hmm. and that was nothing to do with like my family or anything it was more just the school I went to was so competitive in all aspects and it just it honestly was just just I don't I personally would not go back to high school but that's 
And I feel like that put, like, an internal battle on yourself with, like, am I good enough? Mm-hmm. Um, which I didn't actually know that you, like, had the same high school experience as me. But I went to the same, like, kind of high school. Wealthy, privileged, very, very competitive. And I felt like I was always, like, am I good enough? Questioning myself all the time. Yeah. And, like, I felt like I just hopped through different friend groups. And, like, I never, like, found my, like, closest friends in high school because everybody was fake. And everybody put on such a filter and, like was mean if, like, you weren't in their friend group and their clique. Yeah, and I would notice, like, a lot of times, like, people would be friends with you one-on-one, but then once they saw their friends, it'd be like you were a stranger. Yes. And I just was never like that to begin with. No. And I just feel like... I forget what I was going to say, but... <laughs> you feel I feel like you felt, like, bottled up. Like, you couldn't be, like, talking to everybody. Because I feel like you yeah. were still social in high school, and, like, I was too. Like, I would always say hi to people, but then, like when there were certain friends with certain with other friends like I couldn't say hi or like I couldn't talk to them yeah I totally feel the same way and I think that um I was very involved in high school like, I did a lot of things I, I was on the cross-country team I was on my dance team so I had friends from other towns I did track for a bit and I was involved with different clubs and everything but I don't know I just I just would not go back to high school I would not go back to high school either like and I, I feel like I see that now and like I look back like I was so internally struggling in high school like am I good enough and like that obviously spiraled like my mental health and like eating disorder and stuff but like I see that both both of us came to college and like I don't want to use the word thriving but we are we are thriving and like I can see that and like I can see the joy on my face and like her face um and I guess that like will segue into like my question like what brings you joy and like what are you like what's your happiness in life that is such a difficult question because there's so many things that bring me so much joy. You can give me a list. But, okay, I'll first start out with my family. Um, I love my family, um, and I'm so – they bring me so much joy, and we are all really close, and I love that we're all really close. My siblings and I are all really close. I think when we're apart, not so much. I try to talk to my sister every day, but I personally have been – not been doing a good job of that <laughs> but um when we we all like work together in the summer in the same camp and the three of us get so close and I absolutely love that and my parents and all three of us are really close we have so many great family traditions and they just bring me so much joy when we're all together I was gonna ask you like throughout like growing up like was it a competitiveness with like your twin sister or your triplet sister and brother like how did that work like were you guys competing against each other and like did your relationship change? Yeah, no, that's actually an interesting question. I should have brought that up when I was... Because I think it sort of relates to high school. I think a lot of the times it was always Catherine and I were either the twins and then my brother was the triplet. And so we were either just devi- defined as the triplets or the twins. And I think that we've... T- my sister and I have talked about it. I talked a little, about, little about, bit about it with my brother. But... It definitely was hard to establish your own identity, and I think college really helped with that because we all are doing different things. We go to different schools, um, and we are all so individually independent of what we do, but we are all so proud of everything, and I brag about what my siblings do all the time because I love it, and I love that we're doing different things, and I love that we're all thriving and the different things we're doing. So I there, there was there's just, like, subconscious competition between us all I think naturally we're all the same age we're all doing the same thing you know Mm -hmm. but my parents did a great job of very much we were all very we were we were 
told to be very supportive of each other in everything we do and also be who we are and they always highlighted each of our strengths and never put us down or they always like lifted us up and lifted us up in a way that didn't make us competitive. I was gonna say like did you like ever feel like you guys were all the same person but I felt like you saying it now like your parents raised you to be your own person and like you're mm-hmm. oh you're just a sister like you know you're just a brother and like it's just you as a person like not grouping you as thing like yeah. same thing yeah um like what is one of the like okay you get to continue talking about your oh, joy yeah. I have so, so much life. joy um so family I mean I love my friends too they bring me so much joy I love making new friends meeting new people is one of my favorite things to do and just finding your person just like I found Bella um, but I just also just love seeing my fa- friends thrive and my friends do amazing things um, so you that are very supportive, and I think that, like, you always, like, are uplifting people and, like, always, like, there for somebody and, like, cheering them on. And, like, if someone does something good, she'll point it out and, like, she'll brag about it, which yes. I love. Yeah, no, I love just being there for my friends and seeing them do amazing things. Um, and then, obviously, teaching brings me so much joy. I lo- absolutely adore working with children and what cannot wait to do for the rest of my life. I love... Being that person in their life um, and children just give me so much joy because they're so unconditionally loving and just one example is I went to the second grade classroom for maybe two weeks I met the kids four times and the end of the at the end of the um, uh, at the end of the lessons I taught them they were giving me cards one little boy gave me his breakfast that his free breakfast that he got from school and they're just so, they love older students and people, and I absolutely adore working with children. Um, I'm trying to think what I else. I feel like they're so curious, too. And, like, mm-hmm. children, like, keep you on your toes, and, like, they're always asking questions and, like, making you ponder, like, your life and, like, what you're doing, which is, I think, really good, and I think we need that because, I don't know, like, I feel like always constantly being people around people your age, like, I don't know, some people I think are in slumps and, like, in different mental states while children are just like in that happy mental state all the time they're innocent they're little they don't know i mean it's a sad thing because they don't know what the real world is like but it's so precious to see them in that stage of life and just being so exploratory and just and just loving life so and then another thing that gives me joy are yeah another i have two other things that give me joy but in high school we mentioned that we Bella and I both dance and dancing gives me so much joy and I'm sad that I don't get to um, do it more in college but I dancing was a big part of my life and just performing and doing it with my best friends and sister that moment when I performed was the best moment of my life and I can't I can't even describe the feeling it just feels so wonderful and I it's just so my personality be on stage performing um, giving that so personality weird. and sass. I absolutely adore dancing and love it. And then another thing that I've just grown to love so much is you dance. I will give a plug because yeah, I do it. <laughs> I love you dance and it brings me so much joy. I joined a committee last year and now I'm on the you dance exec board and I'm just surrounded by the most positive, dedicated, hardworking, loving, amazing people on the board and. It's so weird to think, I always say this, that I didn't know all most of these people a year ago and now I can consider them my family and some of my best friends and that 
you know, we're all working towards this common goal of fighting childhood cancer, and I think that if college students are taking their free time to do this, um, they have to just have an amazing heart and soul mm -hmm. and love what they're doing. So that is something that has most recently brought me the most joy, and I just feel so loved and happy with all those people and doing all those things for the kids. Yeah, I was involved on U Dance last year, just like briefly while I was here in the spring, and then this semester, Caroline got me to be a dedicated volunteer, and that was just like putting more time into U Dance because I was like, I don't think I have time to be on the ex like do anything with another committee or exec board, and like I know I've met all her friends from U Dance and like all the exec and like they're I think some of the most amazing and eye opening and bright people like I've ever seen walk this campus for sure. Like I You're making me blush. <laughs> no, but I'm serious. Like any of those people, like I think they give their whole hearts into such a good cause, and like seeing these people want to help others is like what inspires me because I'm such a big believer in like if you can help in any way, like with anything in life to somebody, like give your time if you have it. Like, and you guys definitely like show that to me. And so this is like a big question, like. Let's talk about your faith and, like, what does God mean to you in your life? Because I feel like Caroline and I don't really talk about this that much, but I think she hears a lot from me just because I'm always preaching about it. But, like, I've never really heard her side, and I'm so curious. Yeah, no, that's also something Bella and I share and Cohen forgot to mention that um, I think we both have very strong faiths, which is something I um, am very proud about. And I also, a lot of times I think people, you know, are like, how are you... So people are always like, how are you so mentally stable? Mm -hmm. And I and I always thought about that because I just never really, like, really thought about it for a while. But I think my faith has a lot to do with it because I grew up with such a strong faith. My parents um, took my siblings out of church, and we were just very um, devoted and to our faith. And, um, I mean, I know going to church is, is different in everyone's life, but... I love going to church, and it's such a positive part in my life, and I'm sad I don't get to do it as much as I, as I do when I'm, like, at school, but um, I think that my mom always told us this one story that, so my parents struggled to get pregnant, and it was a very, like, sad moment in their lives, and especially my mom. My mom dreamt of having kids, and they did IVF a couple times, and time that they chose to do IVF with us was you know when they got three precious little babies mm -hmm. and so she you know uses that story a lot to teach us about our faith and just saying like That's that is testimony yeah and that is just we, she, we are her miracle like she she knows that God was working with her and my dad um to give her three children I don't know any other woman who could have raised three triplets and three babies as well as she could so I give her all my shout applause. out Stevenson. <laughs> yeah shout out Mary Beth but I um I definitely pray a lot and more I don't particularly preach a lot about my faith but in terms of you keep it I think really quiet yeah. to yourself which is completely okay I think it just like depends on the person like if they want to preach about it or not I feel like I'm pretty open about it because I do talk about how like God is like helped with my mental health and like has really restored it like mm -hmm. in the past couple years and like I feel like for you like he's the one who's kept it stable for you yeah and I just think that that's he's always someone I can go to and I you know you can pray about anything mm -hmm. you know it's you know you don't it's nothing specific you know I pray about good things bad things things I get nervous about and I think 
I always tell myself, you know, God has a plan. When I get really anxious, nervous, stressed, you know, about anything or everything, um, sometimes I wake up in the morning, I'm like, what am I stressed about today? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, I don't need to be stressed. You know, I have God in my life and yeah, I know God's got this. plan for me. And that is something I constantly tell myself. So, and I'm happy that Bella was able to allow me to talk about this because I don't talk about my faith a lot, but I you am don't. a very religious person um and believe in god and believe in a strong faith and i have a great playlist of christian music that i would we love, love to share our with worship everyone. Music. yeah like, that's, that's some place thing. i that's like one of my favorite ways to worship yes i agree and you know i listen to sermons and i listen to that stuff but i feel most in tune with god when i'm listening to my music and Me singing too. in my car alone so that's my favorite thing i'm yeah. glad you like wake yourself up every day and be like yeah god's got this like he like he also is one I think that br- things that brings you joy and like is the one giving you all this joy mm-hmm. and I always preach about that like he is joy like that's how where my joy comes from and like I've started now just saying like when I start to freak out like oh like this is God like God's got me like mm-hmm. I can I'm okay like I'm gonna be okay and like he's been answering so many of my prayers and like oh my favorite thing is to listen to worship music she um, played the song My Lighthouse and the car ride song. that's her favorite song. And I, like, uh, like, literally that song comes on and, like, it's just such joy. Mm-hmm. I guess, yeah, it's, the music is super uplifting and there's always, you know, different messages you can get from the music. And I always find when I'm at my church at home and listening to sermons, there are songs, sometimes I'm like, wait, I have a song for this. Mm-hmm. I, there's a song that goes to this. Yes. So I think it's awesome. But I, I love that I share that with Bella. I know. And I feel like that also, like, is what God, like, brought us together and, like, brought this relationship together. Because mm-hmm. honestly, like... I feel like now that I look back, like, the list of girls for, like, my big little, and, like, I don't really see any of them, like, being faithful or, like, I couldn't t- see myself talking about my faith to them. Um, guys, I just have, like, another favorite song that I literally was listening Like, it came on this morning, Glorious Day by Passion and Christian Stanfield. Mm-hmm. It's a radio version, guys. It's so good. And I, I will be, listen to it. I will be playing it for Caroline afterwards because that song literally has been, like, driving my life for the past, like, two weeks because I've been so stressed about stuff. But, like... Oh, that song is just happiness. And, like, that is my favorite way to worship, too. Yeah. And I'm just glad we connect on that. Me, too. Aw. Um, okay, so, like, kind of, like, I guess we can start, like, wrapping it up in, like, some fun questions because, I don't know, I feel like we got to know Caroline a little bit. And, like, I'm so – well, def- are you ready for, like, another episode? I mean, I can talk all day, so. She, we are very talkative people, and I'm surprised she's not talking more. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm, I'm spilling everything. You're spilling all the juice <laughs> yeah. and all the beans. Um, it's okay. 40 minutes long already. Wow, guys. Actually, yeah, this is going to be a long episode. I'm excited. <laughs> I think this will be the longest episode. Well, good, as it should. And I'm so excited to all the listeners. I don't even know who's going to listen to this, but we'll be sharing. You know, I wish people would see our smiles through the screen because I'm, like, so happy. Maybe we'll have to do, like, bring my camera in and record ourselves, like, on video for YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Sadie Robertson does that, and I think she she's also one of my favorite people, like, that I look up to. Um, okay, these are just fun questions. What is your favorite Christmas movie, and what are you doing for the holidays? Um, I, that's a tough question. I, I mean, I'm going to just have to go with the classic Elf. I'm yes! Sure. I love Elf. But also, very unpopular, unpopular opinion, I do love a good Hallmark Christmas movie. Oh, know? gosh, is she my mom, guys? Hallmark <laughs> Christmas movie? I love a good Hallmark Christmas movie, so do not judge. If What's oh Candace Bure is on a bunch of them. Yes, the one from Full House, who I love. I yeah. So and then for the holidays, um, I can't wait to go home in about a week. 
Yeah, actually, a week from the day I'll be going home. Oh, and, yeah, it is a week. Yeah, and um, we're just going to be spending time with my family. We do get to do, like, Christmas with my immediate family on the day of Christmas. And then my, all my dad's side of the family, we have a lot of cousins and aunts and uncles come to our house. And we do a big Christmas dinner and gift exchange and, you know, have a great time. And then we're actually driving down to North Carolina to spend um, a couple days, I think like three or five days with my mom's side of the family. And oh, you I, didn't tell me this. I didn't know you were going to North Carolina. Uh, I'm jealous. I mean, it's, we, yeah, we're going to North Carolina. Do you usually go to North Carolina? Sometimes we've gone, like, not last year, but in the past few years we have gone a couple times. And I we have cousins in North Carolina and our aunt uncle cousins oh, your from baby Florida. Cousins. Yeah, yeah. Are coming. So that's always a lot of good family time, which I always get so excited about, so. Those are my plans for the holidays. That's going to be so fun. And you're also, her birthday's in January. So on our winter break, she'll be celebrating her birthday in, where are you going? Key West. Oh, that's going to be so fun. You're going with your family. Yeah. And then our family in Florida is also going to meet us down there for the weekend, which will be really fun. But that's also something I, yeah, we're, I'm really close with my immediate family, but also I'm really close with my extended family, which is amazing too. Yeah, no, I feel like you're such a family person. I think that's awesome. I am a family person. I think a lot of people come to college and, like, are, like, forget about their family. Ah, whatever. Like, I don't like my family. Like, it's so annoying when I go home for breaks. I've heard a lot of people talk about that. No, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I do get annoyed with my family Mm -hmm. on breaks, but I do, I really do, I am a family person. Mm -hmm. I love my family, and I can't wait to have my own family. Oh, my gosh. Wait. I'm going to ask, how many kids? Four to five. Ah, gosh, she's like me. I want four kids. We could talk about family stuff for so long. Oh. Should be a new, be a new episode. That honestly, that should be. That could we could talk about that for a while. All right, another fun question. What is your most embarrassing childhood memory? Ah, I, I don't know what my most embarrassing childhood memory is. I um, were you always embarrassing as a child? No, I just don't like. There's no one particular moment. I'm trying to think of what's so embarrassing. Well, it doesn't need to be that embarrassing, but it could just be like one of your like funny stories, childhood stories. Well, my parents told me that... Wait, actually, I don't know. I'm trying to think that's not that embarrassing. Oh. I mean, I just was, like, such an extroverted, like, funny... I wore bandanas a lot around my head. Bandanas? Why? I had a bandana phase. A bandana I don't know. phase. I not just, a headband phase, a no, bandana. bandana. I guess that's embarrassing. Okay, that, that's a little embarrassing, <laughs> honestly. Like, what? What was your reasoning? Like, to protect yourself or, like... No, I just thought it were, they were in style. This cute? You said they yeah. were cute? Oh. That's so weird. Yeah. Um, okay, actual fun question. If you were to die tomorrow, what would you do with the time you had left? I love this question because I always quote this quote. I don't know who said it, but I always say you can sleep when you're dead because mm-hmm. that's how You look left to your fullest, for sure. Thank you. I'm probably, I'm very happy they said that. But if I were to die tomorrow, what would I do with the time I had left? Well, I only have, it's 11 a.m. right now. I do, don't have a, t- a lot of time yeah. left. The 13 but, hours? <laughs> um, I would spend time with all my friends and family. Hopefully I could, you know, take a quick trip somewhere, <laughs> dance a little bit. Yeah, um, dance Tell on everyone trip. I love them. I don't know. I would just live my life to the fullest like I do every Be day. Be surrounded with people you love. Yeah, Aww. I would do that. Um, eat some good food. Wait, what's your favorite food? Like, what would be your last meal that you would want to have? I love a good chicken parm. Ooh, chicken parm sounds so good right now. I am hungry, guys. Yeah, we're getting bagels after this. Um, yeah, guys, that's... Uh, yeah, what are your, like, rest of the day... What are we doing the rest of the day? What do you um, have? Rest of the day, I got 
last two classes of the semester yeah. this afternoon, and then I'm doing a fun new dance event with athletics, and then I remember and I are having a holiday party, so I like how you guys call it holiday party and not Christmas party. Yeah, because it's a holiday party. Holiday party. What other holidays are going on? Hanukkah? Hanukkah ended. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) We're just exclusive of everyone, okay? Okay, I appreciate that. I actually ordered um, this headband that has, it's like a Christmas tree and it has jingle balls on it. It's really cute. Because I didn't have any Christmas stuff because I just said, oh, I'm not going to bring anything because why would I need any of this stuff? Because I'm not living at my house right now. Yeah. And then Carolyn's a holiday party, and I'm like, oh, perfect. And then I got, like, these pajama pants from Old Navy, me, Nikki, and Emma. All oh, got matching pajama amazing. pants. So I'll wear that. But I'm very excited to go to your house because you haven't had, like, Yeah, we like, used to have a lot of, like, apartment parties last parties year. Parties last year, but uh, this year, Even I don't things. know, we just, there were a lot of other There was no time. So, yeah, so we decided let's throw down. But, yeah, um, What am I doing the rest of the day, guys? I have class at 1230. And I have to review for my Italian speaking exam tomorrow morning because I have two exams for Italian tomorrow. And then I'm done with that class. Yeah, I'm done with all my classes except for one. So we're... And then, um, honestly, there's nothing... Literally, I don't think there's anything else on my schedule. Let's look at my calendar. Because this was on my schedule to record the podcast. Yeah, that's it. Wow. Honestly, thought I had more to do. But this weekend, we're getting lunch brunch with our like extended fam and pie fi which we haven't done anything with them which i'm really excited for are you excited for that yeah no i'm really excited i love everyone in that family i love our fam so i'm excited yeah so we have like a fun weekend going on um i have like two more holiday things tomorrow night and then yeah, I have a few more holiday things tomorrow night too which then... now do i have to pick out another outfit for that i have no idea no. <laughs> or do i just wear the same thing to everything wear the same thing because I'm like, I have a red sweater, but, like, I'm going to be sweating in a red sweater. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's it. But, Caroline, thank you so much for being my first guest on the podcast. I love you with my whole entire heart. And this made me so happy. And, like, I'm so excited to, like, have this podcast with you. Like, I feel like we got closer with it. Yeah, no, I thank you so much for having me, Bella. It's an honor to be the first guest on this podcast. I hope we can do some more. And I love you. Aww. Guys, thank you so much for listening to the Just Loving Y'all podcast. This episode will be coming out pro- hopefully weekly. We'll have some episodes over winter break. Um, I'm going to try to record a bunch before I leave. And, yes, I will talk to you guys later. Love y'all.